Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening. Welcome back to the Clown Hour. It's been a long time. I know I've been uh, vacationing in Australia for the last week and a half and uh, been out of pocket a little bit, but I uh, always kept y'all listeners in my, you know, in my mind and my heart and all that good stuff, so let's get ready to roll, shall we? So before we proceed, I'll tell you who I am again in case you forgot. I'm Scott Burks. I am the creator of the Sports Blog, The Clown Times, and this is the podcast called The Clown Hour. Speaking of The Clown Times, you'll be able to find me uh, on the web at www.theclowntimes.net. And uh, you can find me on Facebook. Um, I've been having a lot of fun at the expense of one LeBron James, hashtag LeBron ain't no king, by the way. But but <laughs> but, in, but in any way, you can find me. Just do a search for The Clown Times. Uh, it, you know, again, that's Clown Spell with K. You'll be able to find me there. So with the NBA Finals, you know, headed to game six on Friday. Again, why there's like a thousand days in between games, I have no idea. But at any rate, um, you know, I'm with, like, like we're going to touch on this uh, NBA Finals and what will be now a weekly podcast, uh, Hip Hip Parade. But at any rate, to help me break this down, we bring back my man, Dwayne Nash. I know him from the yards, so HBCU Sports and Sleazy Radio. So, Dwayne, what's good, brother? How you been? It's not as good as you. How exotic is Australia? My God, dude! Like you know, my wife like follows this uh, uh, this travel blog on Facebook. Uh, you know, I forgot what the hell it's called, but at any rate, it's, it's, it brings up these cheap ass rates, right, from all over mm. the world. So basically, she found us tickets to Australia just on a whim, uh, flat out of Detroit for like less than six hundred dollars a pop, like five. Oh wow. Dude, so very good. Yeah, so I was been a damn fool. I turned that down. So I'm like, yeah, we're going to Australia. So, <laughs> so <laughs> the hell is the reason behind that? But I'll tell you what, man, the jet lag is a trip, um, but it's worth it. It is damn. Near I can worth imagine. It. It's worth it. It's worth it. it. If you have a chance, man, you know I'll give you the damn that uh, that travel box as soon as I get it. But uh, if you have a chance. I reckon, highly recommend you, your girls, your boys, whoever, go. It's it's worth it. It's, it's probably one of the. It's one of. The, I, I wouldn't. Like, let's put it this way. I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not prone to her to hyperbole here, but some uh-huh. of the places in Australia is probably the most beautiful and majestic scenes I've ever witnessed in my life. 
It's, it's I've heard the same thing. Uh, a buddy of mine actually uh, used to live in Australia for about five years with his wife. They just moved back stateside, actually, uh, yeah. earlier this year. So I'm a little disappointed I didn't get a chance to visit him while he was there. But, yeah, I've heard that it is beautiful out in Australia. It is gorgeous. It is. And, and, and plus, you know, I'll say one last thing before we get to the NBA Finals. Um, you know, it's there, you know, since they're below the Aquarius, they're fall slash winter right now. But it's uh-huh. like 60 degrees there. It's 60 degrees, 67 degrees there. Um, you know, it's, it was fun to see the people there, like, wear like leather jackets try to bundle themselves up, but I felt great. It felt great to me. And it, you know, I guess they're used to 90 plus like degree weather. But uh, again, even with the fall weather, fall like weather, slash winter like weather, it, it's worth it. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. Trust me. It's very old. Yeah, very I'm going to make my way. Yes, you, you might want to do that soon. Soon be like 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 a uh, soon. Um, and speaking of of time in Australia, I spent part of the time catching up with the NBA Finals. Uh, okay. Fourteen fourteen hours difference and everything. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and you know, it's this, this finals, man. It's 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 it's, it's tripping me out in a bit because. I mean, granted, it looks to be a, obviously it's going to be a bit of a long series now, but even though at the beginning it didn't seem like it was going to be a long series. So before we dive deep down into the series here between the Warriors and the, and, 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 and the Cavs, what stuck out in terms of surprises for the NBA Finals have you seen so far? You were like, whoa, what's, what, what the hell is this? Wow, the surprises? It would have to be – I mean, first and foremost, it has to be um, the thing that I did not expect to happen was the thing that I was hoping actually from Cleveland would not, would not happen, and that's what has happened, ironically enough, in their losses and from their bench, which is horrible shooting. Um, yeah. You've had a team that has shot well under 48%. I think it was well under 42% in the first two games and the first two losses. And right. like, I think it was maybe even in the 30s. That was the thing that I was saying they could not do with Kyrie coming back, with Kevin Love coming back, with the addition of Channing Fry and the way that he looked uh, during the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs. That was something, in my personal opinion, of course, they could not afford to go through again, being that that's what hurt them, in my opinion, last year. And that's exactly what it looked like in their losses. They, they just shot horribly. Um, another thing that I was completely shocked about um, – you might might as well say the utter disappearance of Kevin Love with him being, I guess you would say, the number three option for the uh, Cleveland right. Cavaliers. Um, for him to, to play the way that he's played, I can't give you his numbers off the top of my head, but they have not been amazing numbers. This is a guy who is average. You know, this, kid, this is a guy who's averaged 16 and 9 throughout the regular season, and he's not doing anywhere near that this year. I was expecting him to at least be a counter to Draymond Green in terms of being able to stretch the floor offensively for Cleveland. I wasn't expecting him to play well on defense, but I was expecting him to at least be another guy to make buckets and stretch the floor for for, for the cast, and that has not happened yet. The third thing would be the play of the of the, uh, the Golden State Warriors bench in those first two games. The way that um, you would have expected the MVP to play in, in, in Stephen Curry those first two games, it didn't happen. But he didn't need it because Draymond 
Leonardo Barbosa, my God, where were you? And um, yeah. Chad, who's the, <laughs> who's the other guy that, that came from out of nowhere those, those first two games for, uh, so for Golden State off the bench? Yes. Well, Sean Livingston, I, I, I kind of expected him to, to have an okay series, being that, of course, he is a big guard. He may be able to – well, that he wouldn't be able to give uh, uh, Tyree or whatever other Cleveland guard fits covering him uh, defensively because, of, of course, his size and height. But um, I didn't expect him to play that well, especially I didn't expect Leonardo Barbosa to play that well. So to see those two guys step up those first two games, it, it was it, it was a thing of beauty for that bench. For them to completely outplay Cleveland's bench, that was a big shot for me. Well, I'll tell you this. I'll piggyback what you just said. Cleveland's bench is garbage. Let's just call it. They, 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 they haven't been tested before the finals. I mean, <laughs> what's funny is, and I'll get to like LeBron in a minute, but when he was quoted as saying that after they went down three games to one, right, mm-hmm. uh, he, he was saying that, you know, we've been facing adversity all year, so, you know, it's always no big thing. I'm like, and, I, and I'm trying not to say this word too often, if at all, but I'm like, nigga, you play in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> it's not like no one expected you guys to be here. People, people thought that you were going to be here on October 31st. Come on now. But, but anyway, if you, I mean, Actually, you know. People thought that they would be there the day after game six. In the uh, after the finals last year, they expected Cleveland to be there. It was a question whether or not Golden State would make it back with the additions that that uh, uh, San Antonio made and with uh, Kevin Durant coming back for for OKC. So yeah, you're right. For him to be surprised by this, it's hilarious to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. I mean, no one in the Eastern Conference is tall enough to challenge that bench. I mean, it's garbage. No. I mean, they, yeah. they play hard, they rebound, they do all right. I mean, they're professionals, so they're all right, I guess, but they're <laughs> horrible compared to Cleveland. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, compared to Golden State, even the OKC. Their bitches is horrible. So, I yeah. mean, to see, to see Golden State's bench just boat race the hell out of Cleveland's bench, went to shocking. But I'll tell you what's shocking to me is the inconsistency of, of Stephen Curry and LeBron James. I mean, you, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, like you, you, you pointed out earlier that Steph, Steph has not had a good series. He hadn't, didn't have a good series last year. It was, it was like Andre yeah. Iguodala and company that bailed him out. Mainly Andre Iguodala's defense. But you know what, Scott? I, I looked at something, and of course, eye test versus uh, stats is, is, you know, of course, is something that's completely different. And I felt the exact same way until looking back on his numbers. He wasn't half bad. I mean, he averaged 26 a game. He did have that one game where um, he didn't play extremely well. I think it was game two, game three, last year's finals. But um, for the most part, he he averaged well over 25, 26 in those finals. But it didn't look like the same Stephen Curry that we saw throughout the Western Conference playoffs. So that's what that difference was where he didn't look – like that same guy in the finals against Cleveland. But you're absolutely correct. Once again, this is a guy that's coming up completely small. He averaged 30 points a game this year in the regular season, only to come out and average 22 in the finals. Dude, you're supposed to be the MVP. Your yeah. Mutual friend of ours, Lanise, 
Yeah, you know, mutual friend of ours, Lenise, said something yes. during the finals on the on the Double S uh, Facebook page that right. You know, he 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 basically showed up for the game where he scored like thirty eight. That's something you know you shouldn't have to say about the league's MVP. You know, he shouldn't have to right. show up. You know, for a game, he's supposed to be there moment one, and you know, games one, game two, he didn't score over twenty points, and and he just looked. They have his number defensively, but for whatever reason, they can't seem to cover anybody else on that squad, and it's something that that they're going to have to rectify if they want to win this series, let alone stretch the series to seven games. Right, and that's the thing. And I'll tell you this, though. Stephen Curry may not not be having the best series, but at least he's garnering more respect than LeBron James. I mean, let's Mm -hmm. just look at it. I mean, the thing is, is, you know, I'm not a big fan of LeBron James anyway. Uh, I just think that he gets over too easy for a super, for a last superstar that he is. But mm-hmm. I mean, to allow he he allows so many dudes to poke him. I mean, to, I mean, come on! I mean, he let Jeremiah Green get in his head. He let other people get in his head in the past. And you know, he's I hate to say it, but the way LeBron is acting, he's acting just like Green allegedly called him. You know what I mean? I mean, he is yeah. you call him a bitch. And, you know, <laughs> if, if, you know for, for those cats who don't know who, who not from the hood or play ball in the hood, one of the worst things you get called, aside from Uncle Tom, is a bitch. Because, that's, you know, it, it pretty much, it, because it, it pretty much like implies what we all know it implies. But for him yeah. to to come off, him being, being LeBron now, for him to pretty much tell folks, the media, what was said, which broke another code, like what's said on the playground or on the court stays on the court. Yeah. And, you know, it is not – I mean, hell, I've been called worse playing ball. I've heard other cats <laughs> being called worse playing ball. And, I mean, and receiving no check for it. Exactly. I mean, if, 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 if no one says anything about your mama, you're good. <laughs> That's the rule, period. You know what I'm saying? But – I mean, I mean, sure, LeBron showed up last game, but he showed up last game. He drove the hole because Draymond wasn't there. I mean, True. and you know, but anyway, I, I could go on hashtag he ain't like LeBron ain't no king all the, all night long. But I'm a gracious host, so I'll see the floor to you. Why is LeBron James so inconsistent? Wow, why is he so inconsistent? Um. It has to go back to one thing and one thing only, in my personal opinion. Uh, It's rooted, you know, if if you're like me, you watch a lot of sports documentaries. And even though I'm not a huge fan of LeBron James, I mean, I've I've made it known on this show multiple times, um, I've watched several of his documentaries. And one of the things that they talked about was even dating back to his AAU days, they made sure that he was a guy that was, you know, was a facilitator and made it so that his team played well. And mm-hmm. we know that he has the capabilities of being a huge scoring threat, but unfortunately, in times in which he needs to be that scoring threat, he attempts to be more of a facilitator, which is a mindset of his that has been with him for 12 years that is something that will never change. People keep screaming mm-hmm. about it every year. I mean, we saw it early on in his career because, quite frankly, 
the guys that he played with back at that point in time weren't necessarily the best of guys. Now, mm-hmm. I will say, and this is one thing that I hate to hear, is that LeBron played with nobody those years and went to the finals. Eh, that's another story for another day. I don't think that's true. But earlier on in his career in Cleveland, it was him mm-hmm. and almost nobody else. So right. he, he had to be that guy. Now he has other guys around him. He wants to be a facilitator in, in certain situations. I don't know if it does, he doesn't want to have that pressure or if he really wants to get everybody involved, which in essence kind of takes the pressure off him and, 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 and frees him up a little bit. But that's not working either. It's just hurting the team all the way around. So he's going to have to be a guy that's going to have to be able to take a little bit more control these next two games. Um, in terms of him being a punk, I'm about to say something um, that's not going to make me look too good. I, I think the only person who uh, that would be pleased with this is, is my aunt Charlene, who is unfortunately is no longer with us, but who is a huge LeBron fan. Um, I'm about to defend this dude for a quick moment. Uh-oh. I understand that everyone's been complaining about the. I, I know it's 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 blasphemous of me to do this, and it's been it's been angering me for like the past couple of weeks that I feel as though that I have to be in a situation to defend LeBron James because I know I don't like it. But mm-hmm. something I've realized prepping for the show tonight: LeBron's attempts at the free throw line has dropped considerably. Over the, over the time, over the years uh, of him being in the NBA. Right. You know, his first right. hit in Cleveland, he was going, he had nine uh, free throw attempts. His time in Miami, that number went down to uh, uh, seven, eight. Now with Cleveland, it's six and a half. So you go from nine attempts to six and a half attempts to actually four attempts and gain uh, five alone, I would complain about that too. And LeBron isn't the only superstar to necessarily complain about not getting calls, you know, in the league or in the history of the league. I mean, you got guys like Chris Paul that complain about not getting calls. Kimmy Duffin complains about it. Blake Griffin. All those guys complain about not getting calls. It's just that, of course, they don't view those guys the same way we view LeBron, either on the esteem that he's supposed to be held to or the level of hatred that we have for him. So that's where that difference kind of lies. But, you know, you see your, your free throw attempts drop like that, you will be a little concerned, too, on like, okay, why am I not getting calls anymore? You know, maybe he's not playing the same. Maybe he's not as aggressive, which he needs to be. But mm-hmm. that's something that he's going to need to do in order, like I said before, for the team to to uh, to stop Golden State from going back to back. Well, here's the deal. God, that felt horrible. I know, I know, I know you felt dirty. I know you did a quick shot <laughs> after the podcast, but, um, but here's the thing. they call me stu- call me stubborn. Uh, perhaps uh-huh. I am. I think LeBron doesn't want the pressure. That's why he's. I think that's why he's so eager to have help. That's why I'm yeah. thinking he's so eager to not drop to the. I mean, dude is six nine two seven. Exactly. No one's going to stop him from driving to the rim. He has. Um, some godly athletic ability. He can dunk on anyone. Yeah. And he has such a high basketball IQ, and he's a, supposed to be a superstar. No one's going to exactly. stop him from getting to the rim. That's what vexes me about this cat. Why won't yeah. he be aggressive? Why is he relying on the suspect jump shot? Why won't he be just be like, bump I'm going to take this. Why can't he be that guy? Maybe we're spoiled exactly. Jordan. They were spoiled from Missouri Bird and Magic Johnson and those cats. 
Maybe we're spoiled from Dominique. Maybe so. Maybe we're old school. But the thing is, but you man, know what? I, I just don't understand I, it, man. I mean, I mean to put it in in, in, in quick perspective, uh, uh, right quick, man. Like going back uh-huh. to what Draymond Green said about him. I remember in the Toronto series, right, where mm-hmm. I guess it was a game four when like LeBron like pulled that fake ass flop when he made it seem like uh, Demari Carroll <laughs> yeah. hit him. It said yeah. it was. It said it was really Tristan Thompson that, that accidentally hit him when he tried to break it up. The fight between yeah. the two. And I remember, I never forget this. When they separated to when they issued a technical foul on on, on a Toronto, when they were about to go to the bench, each team about to go to their respective benches. Damari Carroll, who's no punk by the way, came up to LeBron and started yelling some stuff at him. I mean, that's such. I mean, no one respects this cat. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't think anyone respects this cat, and I think that's just the bar I made that bet a long ass time ago. He has to lie, and you're about to make a thought. So sorry about cutting you off. I had to get that off my chest. No, no, no. I completely agree with you. With to, to the to the point of why isn't he driving to the hole more? I'm and I'm thinking that's one one of the reasons why his numbers uh, in terms of free throw attempts aren't there. But at the same time, I'm also thinking that maybe he's not getting the calls. It's not a situation where I'm sitting down and actually uh, 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 getting the exact numbers of, of the, the the difference of how much he used to drive to the hole back then to now. But mm-hmm. once again, do your six six two forty, do it. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You know, I, I don't, I don't. I, maybe he doesn't have that 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 belief system anymore where he feels as though that he can drive to the hole like that. Just take the he's a, he's, that was he's a he is the body of a killer. He should be exactly. A I mean, he got Kobe it, Bryant, who's it was a bit shorter than him, but a lot smaller in terms of frame and stature. Who went to yeah. rack a lot in his in his prime. Same with exactly. uh, uh, Isaiah Thomas. I mean, Allen Iverson. These cats, these small dudes, went to the hole. They didn't care. They knew you know they what it was called. Yeah. You know what it is, Scott. It's it's a, it? a difference in mindset in terms of style of play from the way that guys played in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and even in the early 90s and early 2000s to the way that the game is played now. Everybody wants to be a jump shooter. Everybody wants to be a fadeaway shooter. Everybody wants to be a three-point shooter. Nobody it's likes to really drive into the hole. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, that was, that was the way – that was the way that I was taught. Drive to the hole. If you don't get yes. the bucket, you may get fouled and you go to the line, you go to the charity site, and you earn them that way. I don't know why these cats don't do like that anymore. I don't. You know what, though? I, got to, I have another theory. And uh-huh. call me, and I can't believe I'm about to, say, I'm about to feel dirty like you because I'm about to uh, agree with one skip failure from first take. Maybe Uh-oh. it's because he doesn't want the pressure of hitting free throws. Maybe he doesn't feel like he could be the man in that. Maybe he's afraid of that. That might be I the case, know. too. Because he, he, he did have a couple of bad nights from the line. Even with low attempts, he was still having a bad percentage night. I mean, I understand that you lower, lower attempts. If you miss two or four, you're shooting 50%, but, God, you still only have four attempts. But right. that, that pressure is still going to be there. And we know pressure bust pipes. Ask Nick Anderson. We all know what yes. unfortunately thinks that thirty for thirty <laughs> with that yeah. NBA final series did for him and the rest of his career. 
in terms of free throws, you may not want to be in that situation. And, and my God, everybody's already critical of, of, of LeBron as is. He probably doesn't want that that additional criticism added to his game either in terms of probably not being able to make it from the free throw line. Well, I'll say this, man. He's a professional athlete. He's supposed to be a superstar. He's supposed yeah. to be the MVP. Hell, I mean, I remember how mad he was when Stephen Curry made it like a unanimous MVP vote. If yeah. you want to be the man, be the man, earn your stuff. That's all exactly. I about that. Not just that. Be a killer. Don't criticize the fact of how valuable someone is when you've been a little flip-floppy this entire finals yourself. Yeah, you had the yeah. 41 points in game five, but there have been moments in the, in the series where you've been a little ghost too. The thing is, we've seen that from you before. We right. We, 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 we're getting to know Stephen Curry in the finals now being that this is year two of him. Last year, you know, we saw glimpses. Now we're starting to see it again. It's starting to become a pattern, Stephen. Be careful. You're next on the block. And, God, we don't want to talk about you saying we've been, we've been talking about them lows all week. Man. Right. Right. Well, I, going back to that LeBron having 41 points, sure he had a great game, blah, blah, blah. I think, for a person, I think the MVP of the series should could win it. Should go mm-hmm. to Kyrie Irving, but that's another story for another time. Um, oh, yeah. he's, he's been a straight killer. He's yes. what LeBron should be. He's a straight yes. killer. Ball on the mm-hmm. control, doing the damn thing. I'm proud of that, brother. But also, I, you know, I'll say this. I mean, that 41 points LeBron score comes with an asterisk, a big-ass asterisk, if you ask me, because mm-hmm. two reasons. No Draymond Green to, to protect the paint and get in his okay. head. And two, uh, uh, Andrew Bogut, bad knees. Exactly, and, and and they exploited it masterfully, like they should. Yes. Now the question is, Draymond Green is coming back to Game Six. I don't know if LeBron's going to do the same thing. Maybe he will because they're playing at home, and maybe because Bogut's been listed as out for the rest of the series, which gives mm-hmm. an advantage to Cleveland in terms of that they're bigger than than Golden State. So. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is this. Well, first of all, let's go, let's go with the drill for a minute. I, I didn't think the cat should have been suspended at all. I mean, if he didn't get suspended for that nut punch he pulled on um, Scott Adams from OKC the last round, the previous round, he shouldn't have been suspended for what he said to, to LeBron. That's just, that's just silly. But that's, just, but that's not here nor there. I just had to get, get it off my chest. Uh, <laughs> I had to get it off, off my chest. Beat it as it may. Do you think that the Cavs, let's just pretend for a minute that the Cavs think that they may have struck a little gold. Do you think that was fool's gold in, on, like, on game five? Or do you think that maybe Cleveland now and Tyler and Lou and, and the coaching staff will now have the height, like exploit uh, the Warriors' lack of height and strength down low and take the ball to the hole like they, maybe should, they should have been doing the whole damn series? Mm. So, uh, well, first and foremost, before I answer your question, um, in terms of Draymond being suspended, I completely agree that he should have been suspended. But okay. I, I have a caveat with that. First and foremost, okay. I completely – you know, I'm a big Charles Barkley guy. NBA career and post-NBA career when it's time with TNT, I completely agree mm-hmm. with him. 
and all of the other NBA, uh, former NBA players that said, if, if a guy steps over you like that, you should react. But yeah. with that said, you have to also understand your, situ- your, your, your place and situation with your team, right? Yes, In that I situation, that. you, you, you got to look at it like this, Draymond. You know the eyes are on you. You've had four other instances where you've, I like to call, inappropriately touched men unwantingly <laughs> in their genitalia throughout the playoffs. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? He, he's, uh, he's had, he has as many attempts as, as Bill Cosby, allegedly. But oh, no, you, you add the, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That. That, that was low. No. That was low. I know. <laughs> oh, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, bro. But, you know, you, you have a – you have a situation where, as LeBron, like, I, I saw LeBron kind of pump before he stepped over. I'm like, should I do this? Yeah, I'm about to do this. The thing is mm-hmm. this. When you're Draymond and you're on the floor in that situation, you sure don't want to come off like Tyron Lue and Allen Iverson. You don't want to be the Tyron Lue in that situation. Right. But at the same time, you don't want to do what Draymond did and throw the elbow. Let me give you a great scenario of what he should have done. Yes, please. Scotty Pippen versus Patrick Ewan, 1994 Eastern Conference semifinals. I remember that. I remember this. I remember this as if it happened yesterday, but I'll let you continue. Bring back bad memories. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, bro, but we all know what happened. He yeah. dunked on him, pushed him down, and then stepped over him. You know what Pat's response was? He pushed him. Yeah. Didn't get attacked. Didn't get himself ejected. He was still capable of playing in the next game. That's what Draymond should have done. He should have pushed him. You throw an elbow in that situation, especially even if you don't necessarily hit his jump, which was actually in question. I don't know if he actually mm-hmm. hit LeBron in the ding-dong. First and foremost, I'm not going to sit there and measure how long LeBron's jump is to figure out whether or not he actually hit him in the jump. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Number two, right. you throw an elbow in that situation and get it that close, it's still close enough to me. It's the intent that's there. Don't do that. You push him. You don't look like a punk. You save face, and you're there for game five and what could have potentially been a gentleman's sweep. But you put yourself in that situation, Draymond. Unfortunately, you got to sit out. I'm sorry. But right. to answer your question, yeah. um, wow, what, what was the question originally? I'm sorry, I got so wrapped up. No, in no, that. no, 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 no. That's okay. Uh, I get it. I get it. like like the, like the broadness of the book. Um, this, <laughs> the, 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 with, with game game with game five fools goals in the sense that you know Cleveland did what they did because Golden State was shorthanded or. Did Cleveland just finally figure, hey, we should start driving on these cats, these smaller cats, like we should be doing the whole damn series, but for some reason they fell off a jump shot. Would they you know finally what? do that when that Phil finally pulled off of them work for them in game six? I think it's both. Yes, it's full <clears> gold <throat> because, like you said earlier, the, 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 the lack of Draymond and the lack of Andrew Bogut, which no one wants to talk about, I understand that um, – Andrew didn't give you a lot offensively, but his presence down low and his capabilities to at least change a shot is not always block a shot because, I mean, he's actually had some decent games where he's actually gotten blocks. With him being down there and altering 
the thought process of, of a guy driving to the hole, yes, it changes your approach. So, yes, it was full of gold because neither one of those guys were there in game five. At least Draymond mm-hmm. will be back for game six. But what right. is not an anomaly is the fact that Kyrie figured out these dudes can't cover me. Now, what's going to be interesting is to see who actually covers Kyrie in game six. Mm. Will it be Steph? Will it be Clay? Will it be uh, Iguodala? I want to mm. see where they go. Because if they put Steph on them, watch out. This he's dude will feel like, exactly. He's going to be, he's going to be Carolina barbecue chicken, to, to, to yeah. pull a, 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 a phrase from Shaq. If, right. it's, if it's Clay, Clay may give us some issues because of his height. Draymond may give us some issues because he gives him some size in terms of of, of you mean, uh, well, well, yes, in terms of his, his, his muscular presence. Yeah. But if okay. you take Iguodala off of LeBron, then that's going to be a problem unless they put Draymond on LeBron. And then guess what? Hey, it may be the Kevin Love show. Maybe, maybe not. And Kevin Love is going to need to do something because I've heard a conversation all day today. Is is Kevin Love's time with Cleveland in question? And 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 can he prove his worth in Game Six, potentially Game Seven, on whether or not they should keep him or trade him? That answer right. has already been been answered. And, and I think I was on your show once again. I hate to sound like Nashadamus. I was on your show, yeah. and I think that I said that they shouldn't tra- they shouldn't have traded. Kevin Love for Andre Wiggins because of the fact you have youth for we have potential yeah. for a more uh, 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 experience, you know, in 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 improving this. But it's a situation where Andrew has no nowhere to go but up. Not saying that Andrew would necessarily come in average sixteen and nine, but he will be a different athletic presence on the squad. Maybe seventeen and five, not far off, and and and, right. and still be able. To give you a different look with that squad, so mm, we, we'll see. I think they may make the decision to pull the trigger, but you know we, we'll have to see what happens. Like I said, the defensive matchup on Tyree right. is going to be the key for this. Yeah. I, I think that's going to be more key than actually Draymond coming back, because I actually have some numbers about Draymond and <laughs> his appearance in the in his last two playoff games that are a little startling. Mm. Well, I'll say this, brother. Um, first of all, going back to Kevin Love, that has to be—he has to be the most overpaid max contract receiver of all time. I mean, yeah, I, I think. But first of all, LeBron allegedly influenced a decision to trade away Wiggins for Love, which I'm sure yeah. he's like thinking, "Damn it, what I do yeah. that crap for?" Because, <laughs> like, I, I'm saying, I've watched Andrew Wiggins play the last two seasons, more so this past season, like this past regular mm-hmm. season. Dude is going. The dude is a killer. He has the makeup of a killer. And that's what LeBron needs alongside him. Like, can you imagine Kyrie? And the, I mean, and think about this. Wiggins would have had the experience of last year's finals run. Mm-hmm. Could you yeah. imagine a dude with that kind of talent and that mental mentality with the experience, the playoff experience that he would have received last year on this uh-huh. year's squad? A, a exactly. Sophomore year, man. Not just that. His potential willingness to drive to the hole because, of course, yes. he's young. Exactly. 
So he's a killer. He's James Worthy. Yeah. He's James Worthy. Yeah. Too. That's what he is. And you know, wow. I, I bet I bet LeBron's kicking himself in the ass at like open that decision. But um, <laughs> I, I think the main thing is to your point about Kyrie. Go check Kyrie. I think it's going to come down to this. If, if even though Clay Thompson is by far one of the better defenders on that squad, he can. I mean, he. I mean, he can defend at least three or four, three to four positions possibly. Okay, yeah. um, and do so at a very high level. Um, the thing is, what I take away from his offense. I mean, he's exactly. one of the Splash Brothers. He's called one of the Splash Brothers for a reason. The dude can play. Mm-hmm. He can put the ball in the hole. He's a killer too. He's a killer too now. Um, yeah. But the thing is, how would it wear him? Would it wear him down? Would Chuck and Kyrie wear this kid down? Um, you have him on Kyrie but, for more than twenty minutes? Yes. Yes, I think I think it will. I think it will. So, which 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 I think what they what I think what Golden State should do is set up so that it, it does split time like 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 between like a Iguodala and, um, uh, and and Thompson split time checking Kyrie. Now, mm-hmm. what the interesting the, the limit is. To your point, if if Iguodala is not checking LeBron, who's gonna? I mean, you know, who's gonna check Love? Because you all know that Drummond's a hell of a, a defender. He's not scared. He's not scared. Mm-hmm. He's not scared to do. To, 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 he's obviously doesn't respect LeBron. But he's damn sure not afraid to check him. Um, mm-hmm. So the thing is, so would that affect? How they do Kevin Love, but then again, Kevin Love is—he—he he disappeared the entire like the entire season, like most of the series, not the entire series. I think they're like whatever at this point with Kevin Love, as far as like the defensive assignments on, on like 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 that uh, Golden State would throw his way. So I think it all comes down to me to how aggressive will LeBron be. Kyrie's mm. going to get hit. Kyrie's no punk. He's going to get hit. You can't rely on Kevin Love. And J.R. Smith is too damn streak of a shooter. So it comes down to will LeBron sack up and keep going to the hole, earning his keep at the, tri- earning his keep at the foul line, and getting those cats in, you know, from Golden State in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what needs to happen. I don't know if Tyron Lou has told him so many times to, like, to, like, to the point that he turns blue in the face. But that's what needs to happen if Cleveland wants to force the game seven. Again, Kyrie's going to get hit, especially if they if they manage to create a mismatch and stick Curry on. He's going to have Curry for like he's going to eat Curry in the inside and out for lunch and dinner. Okay, and that will take a further take, uh, take away from Curry's offensive game. Yeah. But well, I mean, whether it's Iguodala checking LeBron. Or if it's Draymond Green, will LeBron stay aggressive? Will he drive through the hole? Will he get those cats in foul? Those two cats in foul trouble? Will he sack up the moment? Will he will, will he be brave enough to go to the, the, the free throw line, drain some free throws, and keep the and, and keep the season going? Because I tell you what, man, the Kings, the quote unquote Kings legacy is on the line. If he loses the seven mm-hmm. in this crew again. With everyone healthy on his squad this time around, he's not living this down. He is no. not living this down. He's, not at he's all. Past, he, he comes old news. 
instantly if he loses to Stephen Curry and the crew for the second straight year. I will say this. Now, once again, this is something else that's been discussed in, in recent weeks as well about LeBron's legacy. Now, I'm thinking with this loss, it drops him from people's top 10 down to probably top 15 because we wouldn't have seen the likes of this since a Jerry West. Now, understandably so, this dude's the logo, but this isn't the guy who comes up, unfortunately doesn't come up in people's top 10 conversations anymore. And LeBron is kind of teetering that. Now, there's nothing to scoff at to be considered top 20 all-time NBA. But there are a lot of guys or a lot of fans who, unfortunately, because they're not as wise or, or, or willing to even take the time to do their, their due diligence in terms of NBA history, who have LeBron in their top five right now. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of guys who have that situation going on right now. Now, it'll be questioned on whether or not that's actually true, especially if he comes up short uh, uh, tomorrow night or in game seven, if that happens to, to go, if they lose these finals. But the thing is this, I, I'd still consider him to be a, an all-time great. I don't, I don't think he's going to be com, uh, completely tarnished that much. But, yeah, he, he drops for me because he's currently in my top ten. He ain't in my top five. He in my top ten. But this is a situation where, with him, he could be he go somewhere between seven, six, seven, eight to eleven, twelve, thirteen in that conversation real quick. Even though, unfortunately, he had a fantastic final series last year and, and has looked good in spots this year. But he hasn't looked right. like Kyrie, unfortunately. It's the fact that he has Kyrie looking the way that he's been looking in these past two games. That is, that's going to kind of tarnish people's opinions of him in the finals this year. Right. Now, that, I'll get you out on this, brother. It comes down to this. Do you mm-hmm. think it's going to be a game seven? I do. The, the, the two things that you have to look out for, mm-hmm. one of them I already talked about, is who will be covering Kyrie in this situation. Number two thing, Draymond Green. The fact that everybody's looking for this dude to come back and potentially be a savior for the team in a situation where he hasn't looked good his last two outings at all. I mean, mm-hmm. you got a dude who has put up he, – he's put up a combined 15 points in his last two games. He shot 4 mm-hmm. for 17 from the field, 0 from 8 right. from 3, and 58% from the free throw line. Now, if that Draymond comes back for game six – We'll be in, in, in Oakland for game seven. Mm-hmm. If Draymond from great game two shows up, we'll be in Oakland for a parade. So yeah. it, it's all about those two things, in my personal opinion there. I, I think in order for – and another thing you need to watch for as well, the one guy – and I guess this goes back to a thing that I'm kind of surprised by, but just like fight chatting fry. I was expecting him to play mm-hmm. a little bit better you know, than, than what he has played in, in the finals so far. This is a dude who who's averaging eight a game, shooting about 50 or 40, 50 from the three-point line. Well, I'll say 40. 50 is exaggerated. Mm-hmm. He's shooting 40 from the three-point line. This is the same dude who hasn't hit a three yet, 
and then only scored a total of two points throughout the entire finals. I'm going to need him mm. to play a little bit better as well. I mean, we already know, like you just said, J.R. Smith is J.R. Smith. He's going to give us what he gives us in the finals anyway. He's going to shoot you for 10. Right. Richard Jefferson has played okay, but he played, he's played better at home. So we're in, at, in Cleveland, so I'm expecting him to play a little bit better. I need him to get some help. Kevin Love, you're on the, we, we're getting you on the line. Channing Fry, we're getting you on the line. We, we, we need some help from the both of you guys to help Kyrie, LeBron, Richard Jefferson to play a little bit better and, and at least stretch this finals out to six. And they're going to play doubly as well and go to state to, to win this title. But, you know, no one's done it before. Thank you very much, Dwayne. From so knows, man, this has been fun. I'm looking forward to doing the weekly with you or whoever will come in the spot and represent. So here's to looking forward to some great podcasts and hopefully a great finals conclusion. Thanks for having me, brother. You know, I look forward to speaking to you again. You got it, man. Take care. All right. You too. All right, so that's my man Dwayne Nash talking the NBA Finals. I mean, to me, it just boils down to how LeBron's going to do. Will he stay aggressive? Will he continue to drive the ball to the paint? I mean, again, the brother is 6'9", 6'8", 6'9", whatever the hell, 275. No one's going to stop him. No one's going to stop him. He knows it. His mama knows it. Everybody else out there knows it. So the question is, is he going to do it? Is he going to man up, be the, the quote-unquote king that we've been calling or that he calls himself? I don't know about that, but I think there will be a game seven. But we'll see whatever the hell happens in game seven. Hashtag LeBron ain't no king. At any rate, this is uh, th- uh, thank you for tuning into the podcast. Scott Burke, Clown Hour, sign out. 06 night. <laughs>